0: Rise and shine. It's Dawn and Steve time and we are so glad you're here and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch with us anytime in the next few hours. Just the number you need is 800-555-7898 to get the Devo. Same number, just text the keyword DEVO, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898.
1: Now, I know you were working in your office earlier this morning. Yes, ma'am. And I wondered if you were sending notes or cards to friends today.
0: I was not. You were not? Actually,
1: no. Well... Is today that day? Today is that day. National Send a Card to a Friend Day. Oh. It's kind of fun, especially when we don't do that much anymore. Does
0: it have to be a card, or you said the word note. Can I just do a note?
1: Well, I think I made that up. It's National Send a Card to oh, a Friend.
0: Because I was just about to scribble a note and hand it to you and Aww, say I participated, but yeah. I guess I can't get away with
1: it. No, that. I believe this one uh, requires a stamp to be official. Oh. I did this, but it was a couple days ago. So I filled out two cards. You were early. To two friends. i Because on a Wednesday. Yeah. Woo, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I uh, didn't know this day was coming. Had filled out a couple of cards before I went to India and put them in my car. They never made it to the mailbox. Then I take
0: back overachiever. I,
1: yeah, right. Okay. And then, then I came back and got sick, and they stayed in my car for a week. And then we also, with all those cards, um, I had a box that needed to go to our oldest in Iowa. And when I talked to her last week, I said, "By the way, just so you know, Dad has boxed up the stuff." And it's in my car. She said, Well, I was gonna ask. I kinda wondered, because this has been since Christmas. Okay. That we needed to get this sent to her. I said, Yeah, well, it made it into the box. It's all addressed. It's in the car. So eventually it's gonna make it to you. Finally, I believe it was Monday or last Friday. Let's see, wait a minute. What is today? Wednesday we said. Okay. So Monday. He had time, and I said, if you've got time and you want to run to the post office, I get stuff out of my car. They finally made it into the mail. So National Center Card Day, I think my two friends should receive them today, maybe.
0: Well, if they do, I guess you could say you participated in that way today.
1: On point. Thank yes. you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> it was by pure accident, but I like it. I'll, I'll claim it. We'll check that
0: hey, box. I mean... You get the clock is uh, right twice a day, right? Sometimes yeah. you just get lucky, just because.
1: <laughs> Unless you go halfway around the world, and then I'm not sure the clock is right twice. I really don't know.
0: It it still would be right twice a day. Is but it now? <laughs> the whole thing that confuses me about halfway around the world, like in India, is when the, you know time zones typically go by the hour. Yes. Right. you go from seven central to eight eastern, or go in the other direction. The numbers yes. go the other way. But you get these halves. Like you were 11 and a half matter? hours ahead.
1: I, that,
0: That's confusing.
1: Still. And I would constantly be looking back to here to see what time y'all were on. And I just, yeah, it, it was something else. And finally, I've let go of that. But I think the the head cold last week helped me because I couldn't think about it anymore. How <laughs> I had was that. Head full of congestion So it didn't have a whole lot of space Or room to think about much else
0: Oh, it's good And it does sound like you're mostly over that
1: I figure it's going to clear out In time for allergy season Well,
0: perfect timing Yeah, right? it'll be good <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're glad that you were with us this morning And uh, we've got a lot to get to In fact, coming up about two hours from now Jason Crab is going to be joining us in studio for Moody Tunes. You know that song, Good Morning Mercy? Yes. Don't worry. I will not sing it for you. We're going to let him do that because it'll be way, way, way better that way. But he's coming up in about two hours and hope you'll be with us for that. It's going to be uh, on YouTube and on Facebook today. So go check it out. We're going to try something new. That's right. Uh, we're doing that in faith because faith is important <laughs> yes. part of the Christian life. But, man, sometimes we uh, walk through life almost without faith. Kind of a scary thing. So we're going to take a look at this whole subject of with without faith this morning as you take us to the book of
1: Romans. Yeah, and it may be that it feels like condemnation and shame as we read what Romans tells us. But let's take that to the Lord and ask him to infuse us with the faith that he gives. Here's what Romans 14, 23 says. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats because he does not eat from faith for whatever is not from faith is sin. That's a powerful verse there in Romans 14:23. and the, the writer here is reminding us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews 11:6 is where we find that verse. And whenever God reveals something to us, he's expecting us to believe. And I want to be very careful that we don't leave Scripture, when we are saying God's revealing something to us, because we can kind of manifest these things, and God told me this, but then it's apart from what he's already given us as instruction in his word, and that's a danger zone. Going back and living accordingly to what he has given us, that's where we need to find our strength, our direction, and ultimately, faith. We trust him implicitly for all of our needs, because he says he's going to provide. Philippians 4.19. And it means now faith, walking by faith. It means we approach crises with the assurance that God's going to bring good from them. Oh, that one's tough, right? Romans 8. And it means that we overcome anxiety during stressful situations because God instructs us, bring your request to me. Philippians 4. And Walking by faith, it means that we don't worry because we're not alone. God said, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you, Deuteronomy 31. It also means when we walk by faith that despite what happens in our lives, that we're never going to doubt God's love because he's already said to us that he loves us and it is an everlasting love, Jeremiah 31. So here we go. What does it mean to walk by faith? Because we try at times to justify that lack of faith. We know what God has promised. And then we doubt. And then we make this difference in our lives seem practical because we use an excuse like, well, the anxiety in my life, it's, I'm just a warrior. That's just who I am. And then we might even become bitter during a crisis. And we reason this. God, how could you possibly bring anything good out of this pain? We appeal to him for help. Everyone around, or we appeal to everyone around us for help. We have a need, and we go from this person to that person, and we might even say, I know God can provide for my needs, but I think I should do everything I can just in case. Wow, this kind of gets every single one of us, doesn't it? What does it mean to walk by faith? He calls us, we who are faithless, to walk by faith. Faithlessness, according to Romans 14, is sin. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Hebrews eleven six. 6. So what do we do with sin if we recognize it in our lives? We start with repentance. If we realize that we've been walking away from faith, not in faith, Father, forgive me and fill me with your presence and strength. Yes, we love for you to join conversation. And with that number, you can also get the Devo we shared a few minutes ago. D-E-V-O would be the keyword. And that is 800-555-7898. Also, if you're in Alabama, Let me tell you, we're coming your way into the month. That's right. And we have details about broadcasting the show live on the 29th of February. All you do is text the keyword Alabama to that same number and we'll send you those details. 800-555-7898. Tuscaloosa is where we're going to be. And the details so you can, I hope, join us on the 29th. Just the keyword Alabama. 800-555-7898. 800-555-7898. A little bit later today, we'll have the details on our Facebook page as well, just to kind of give you a little little heads up on that. Uh, heads up for the weekend, it's going to be the Super Bowl Sunday. That's right. Sunday, Sunday. Are you, you excited for that? I'm. Who are
0: you cheering for?
1: I'm excited to hang out with friends and eat food.
0: Well, I'm a I'm fan of both red. of those things too. <laughs> that doesn't tell me who you're cheering for, because uh, both teams, uh, red is the predominant color here. That is
1: correct. So, that is correct.
0: What are you going for?
1: I do believe I remember Ben saying that he's going to cheer for the 49ers because that was kind of his team, a little bit secondary team. When he was younger, his sister, uh, my sister in law, lived in San Francisco for a lot of years. So they'd been to a game, and he grew up being a Cowboys fan. So it, I'm sorry. I know it, he's still yeah he's let it that go. I'm trying he's to not hold that against him. Been through, been through counseling. He's okay. <laughs> uh, he's recovered is what I'm saying. He but so he thinks that that'll be the team he. I don't care. I really don't. You Neither don't. Neither of those teams do anything for me. I know the only thing about Kansas City is that they're good and they're fun to watch because they they're good. Yes. That's yeah. about all I got.
0: I mean Patrick uh, Mahomes and and. Travis Kelsey, um, those two together, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Overexposed. In fact, I was reading earlier this Blitzem. morning about the number of commercials both of those guys appear on. Yeah, and uh, the two; those are the two sports guys who are on more commercials than anybody else. Then you've got Jake from State Farm, and then their coach Andy Reid, and the, oh, like those four yeah. guys, right? True, <laughs> they are on like everywhere, and uh, they're on a lot of other commercials besides State Farm. State Farm too, but. Way, way overexposed. I think there's an element of at what point will people start to despise them because of overexposure?
1: Hmm.
0: It's kind of like when for a while people didn't like the Yankees because they were always so good. People yeah. didn't like Alabama football team because they kept winning all the national championships. Same with Dallas Cowboys at one point in time. You know, it's that like, will you guys let somebody else win? Somebody else have attention? I think that will happen to them if we're already not kind of seeing that a little bit already. Hmm. But with the 49ers, there's so many cool stories in that team as well. And uh, just last week we were talking a little bit about Brock Purdy,
1: yes. the quarterback,
0: and just kind of the Cinderella story that he is from Mr. Irrelevant, the last guy being drafted a couple of years ago to now taking his team to the, the Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey is their stud running back. Huh. I don't know if you have seen any games with him, but, man, it is fun to watch him run. And one of the things that I just stumbled across this morning was that uh, some of his former coaches are speaking out about him and about the kind of player that he was. McCaffrey? Christian McCaffrey.
1: Okay.
0: 49ers running back. Uh, They said that you'd go all the way back to his high school playing days. He played at Valor Christian High School, and they said he was a humble, polite, and classy kid and he has kind of maintained uh, that. A lot of his coaches said that's just kind of the way he was. And they said, our job was just don't mess him up. Don't screw him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the way he was. And he had this natural ability to just be able to go out there, see gaps, run the ball. said, my, my fear was over coaching this kid. And uh, basically, they said by the time they got to his junior and senior year, the coaches half the time were allowing him to be involved in the play calling.
1: Because, because of that, that natural good. ability, yeah, wow! Exactly. and to see that that came from the Lord. Hey,
0: Christian, great. what do you want to do? How do you? Wanna, yeah. What do you think we should <laughs> do, do with this? What do you
1: think? Yeah, it's kind of like we, you know, owed to you around here in the studio. What do you think, Steve? What should we do? Yeah, so you're like the what running yeah. back of yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean you're going for the Niners? Uh, no. Uh, I... now I you...
0: will not be disappointed if the Niners win. Okay, but where I grew up. In the state of Iowa, we have no professional teams. Mm-hmm. And so where I lived, Kansas City was the closest ah. pro-team city. You know, with the uh, the Chiefs and then the, the Royals for baseball. If you weren't there, then a lot of people were Twins fans mm-hmm. and, uh, and Vikings fans from uh, Minneapolis or Chicago. And just the 85 Bears were really good when I was kind of getting into football a little bit. So my loyalty... Went to Chicago, the Bears, the Cubs. We had the, the Iowa Cubs, um, the, the Chicago farm team in Des Moines. Oh. So my loyalty went to Chicago. And then I ended up living there for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. So it was just natural. But I think there's a little bit of that Midwest. You know, grew up listening to you know, some of the Kansas City teams on the radio as a kid. So my loyalty is still there.
1: You should have stuck with the Chiefs. Yeah? Yeah. I I don't know. The Okay, did you hear what you said? I know. 1985.
0: Yep. You should have stuck with the Chiefs. I mean, the Bears <laughs> you would have really have been for. that good since then. <laughs> One Super Bowl saying. appearance and they didn't win. I know.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a glutton for punishment right there.
0: I see some of my uh, Iowa friends posting all their trips down to Kansas City for the Chiefs games. I'm like, yeah, they Look like they're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Certainly celebrating a lot more wins than the spare fans are.
1: I do love celebrating though that family, you know, that brothers in Christ are part of these teams and it always gives you just a little more skin in the game when you know. Cause I love watching a team where you know the players. Yeah. But if you vicariously kind of know that these are brothers in Christ, I don't know. For me, that just gives me an affinity and that I'm I going, to cheer. Brock Purdy. Are you going so and that's that's cheer- I'm cheering the for him. 49ers. He's the
0: 49ers quarterback. What I heard. am not saying you I'm say for that team.
1: Is that you're going to cheer for the Niners? That's what I heard. So you're wearing red too, basically.
0: <laughs> I'm wearing red too. I will celebrate him if he has a good game.
1: It's dotted, Steve, in the morning.
0: All right, time for a little audience participation here. All right. I want to know this morning: Is there something that you used to really enjoy doing? Maybe even used to be really good at, and for one reason or another. You had to set that aside for a little while. Hmm. And you're like, huh, I wonder if I could do that again. I'd like to get back to that. And could maybe I even get back to doing that as the same level I did before, if not better.
1: Like cartwheels?
0: Like maybe cartwheels. <laughs> and that's perfect. Lead into where we're going to go. But if there's something that you had to set aside, you say, man, I want to pick that back up again and, and go after that. Love to know what that is this morning. 800-555-7898. You had no idea where I was going and he named cartwheels. I'm impressed.
1: Uh yeah.
0: Does the name Gabby Douglas ring a bell?
1: Oh yeah. How come? Mm-hmm. Because she's an Olympian, she's a right. gymnast. She was, is phenomenal. Yeah. I know, I know, da- know Gabby Douglas. Yeah. I do that a lot lately. Gabby Douglas, she was fun. To- Speaking of athletes that are fun to watch, she is one of those that is fun to watch. She's Absolutely. just so good at what she does.
0: It, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just fascinating. She was big star in the 2012 Olympic Games. Yes. Right? 2016 part of the fab 5 mm-hmm. of the olympic gymnasts was not a part of the olympics in 2020 just kind of stepped away from the sport
1: she needed to right
0: she need yeah She needed, needed to, to yeah. get out she for said a little it's bit. time it's take time to take a break time to do some work on me time to get my head right again all the pressure all the things that come with performing at that level for so long yes. she like it's a I, lot i need i need to step back she's now After eight years away from competition, saying, I want to get back in the game, Wow, she's going to be competing in the preliminary events that will make her eligible to try out for the Olympic trials because she wants to go to Paris and compete in the Olympics this year.
1: Good for Gabby.
0: Would make her the oldest Mm -hmm. gymnast to do that at 28 years old. In a sport Sorry. that's dominated by that's what funny. looks like 12 year olds. I know they're I know. supposed to be older than that, but I mean, they, they yeah. look so young
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you watch them. But at the age of 28, saying, My body's holding up really well. Maybe it's not quite what it was when I was younger, but I can still do the things. And uh, she is going to be entering into the, the world of competitive gymnastics again.
1: You know, though, that she's probably kept up her workout routines and and kept in practice with some of those things as far as cartwheels and backhands. Like, what about like going way back to where you let it go completely? It wasn't part of your world at all. For me, it would pertain to music. Okay, I totally would love to go back to piano, voice. I've never. I've had one voice lesson in my entire life. I would love to be able to. So these are things that are practical, except for once you've moved on, it's hard to get it incorporated back into your schedule. Yeah. But logistically, it is possible as far as it's not a skill set like a cartwheel. I think I was telling you guys the other day how the last time I did a cartwheel My one, my strong arm, like folded underneath me and I landed on my head and I said, well, that will be the last cartwheel we do (laughs) in this lifetime. You have to build up to that. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I mean, like at some point your brain can take over and say, I don't care what you could do as a kid. I'm not giving you permission to do this. As an
0: exactly. Adult. That is
1: so true. Oh, yes. But there could be something that you would love to go back to, like Gabby Douglas is going to do and bring back into your life, Mark, you said playing the alto sax. Oh, yeah. Oh, you let somebody borrow it? That's your excuse and you haven't got it, it back. Running. Do you remember? Usually when I let people borrow things, I forget who borrowed it, and so it's gone if they don't bring it back. But if you know, dude, call them. Text them. Hey, uh, I'm going to start playing alto sax in the praise band <laughs> church. Go need for it. Going to yeah. need it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now, you used to play, was it the trumpet? Not well.
1: Okay. And no thank you. So you're not going to try and bring oh, that back? Oh, okay. no. Nor the French horn. Now, I could pick up the cymbals again. <laughs> Bass drum. I'm all about it.
0: You're all about that. <laughs> well, when you come over for the Super Bowl, we're going to set you down at Andrew's drum set and see how you do.
1: Uh, I can only do the bass drum, like the kick one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I never could get the, the wrist thing going with the with the um, sticks. Yeah. It just doesn't even make sense to me. Speaking of brain going extra. But what, what about you?
0: You know, I actually kind of am doing that right now. You are? Now, I've never thought I would necessarily get back to this, but... Uh, when I was a kid, probably 40 years ago, I took martial arts.
1: Oh, yeah. was
0: into taekwondo. had Went through, got a bunch of belts, whatever. You know, did martial arts and then set it aside literally, I think, for 40 years and just very recently got back into it again.
1: D- is is there muscle memory in there anywhere? Uh, teeny tiny bit i mean 40 years is a while for your brain to take on other things but i wondered is it in there like riding a bike Uh,
0: again a teeny tiny bit like the okay this is what i know i'm supposed to do like this is how you throw a punch this is how you do this certain block it's not going to be very long though before it's all going to seem new again because it's been like the teeny bit i remember we're going to go through that in about three weeks, probably, and then it's all going to feel new. The other thing is the flexibility mm-hmm. that I used to have, being able to kick above your head and all that. Like, mm-hmm. if I can get my foot above my waist, I'm happy
1: today. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mind about knee level, it's a good day. Yeah. What about you? Is there something you set aside that you would love to pick back up? 800-555-7898. If you want to text in, you can use that number. If you want to call, you could also call 800-555-7898.
0: Well, Mary, appreciate your text this morning. You said that if you could go back and pick something up again, you'd want to go back and play the acoustic guitar and your recorder. You also used to be part of the church choir and wouldn't uh, like to go back and do that again as well.
1: I miss choir. Do you? I do. Good for you. Choir is, yeah. I, I, it's, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, choir, <laughs> There's a lot right there. There is a lot right there. I, I'll just leave it at that. But, yes, missing church choir, I think back to not only growing up, but even through my college days and, and Yeah. Until not all that long ago, a choir, kind of like yesteryear. And yet, I know things change and, and even worship styles change, but you do miss that camaraderie of singing to the Lord and doing so in that group. It, it takes practice, it takes time and effort. So, yeah, Mary, right there with you. Acoustic guitar, you played at church. The recorder, though, this is where I go, What? You played the recorder? That's cool. You played it at home. See, when I think of recorder, I think of third grade. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Third and fourth grade. Yes. Not only for myself, but my children, because that's how you get introduced to music and whether or not you want to take another instrument on is schools will introduce you to the recorder. I think that is probably not the best. Now, not being a music major, don't know the science behind it. However, if that sound draws anyone to another instrument.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it pushes them they to tru- another instrument, actually. They
1: truly have a love of music. That is the most interesting, unique sound is playing a recorder.
0: See, I'm trying to remember if that was my introduction to music. I don't think it was. I think it was actually the violin. Where they came and they like oh, brought violins so to I our school. That. Yeah. And we did violin and I did that for one year. And then the following year, the band came, and they did all the other instruments. And that's when I went, all right, let's forget the violin. Oh, yeah. And let's go down the, the path of brass instruments.
1: Hi. Yeah, so violin is one of those things that I have played, and I want to say it was at least fourth grade year. But again, it's like my trumpet playing, so bad. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. bad. No one, including me, wants me to pick up either instrument ever again. It, it does it a disservice. And all violin players and trumpet players, no, they are wonderful. You don't want me tarring that. I get it. that. Mm-mm. We'll leave it to the professionals. Yes.
0: Well, what about you? Is there something that uh, you would love to pick back up again? Love to know what that is. 800-555-7898. It's 800